from WRHU in Hempstead, New York. This is Getting to the Root. We explore issues in depth and shed light on important topics that you won't hear on your day-to-day news broadcast. Covering topics of local, national, and international importance while bringing community voices to center stage. Hi, everyone. This is Ben Abrams. And this is Naila Andre. And welcome to our season finale of Getting to the Root. Over the past 13 episodes, we've been able to give you, the listeners, fascinating stories from communities that often go unheard. For this episode, we would like to look back on our first season and some of our favorite moments that we've produced. We'll be taking a break from new episodes for the summer, but don't worry, we'll be back in the fall. Hello everyone, I'm Dennis Belen Morales, and now we're gonna talk a little bit about our experience during Getting to the Root for the first season, what we've learned, and what we hope for in the future. Uh, What were my experiences this past season doing Getting to the Root? It was, you know, it was a great time, honestly. I can't say anything went bad. It It was fun. No, I mean, I guess things, some things went bad. Like we were rushing like last second to put shows together and things like that. But everything always resolved itself by the end, which was, I don't know, kind of what we did every week for getting to the root. The show kind of came out of a class that uh, Ben and I took with our our faculty advisor, Mario. And I think we both really enjoyed the class and Mario really enjoyed the work we produced in it. So he said, let's make this a show. Like, let's put this kind of programming on WRHU. And I was down for it because I had never done um, magazine style, public affairs kind of radio before I took this class with Mario. And after it, I realized it's something that I really love to do and possibly what I want to do in the future for my career. So when he said, let's make a program for it. I was like, yeah, totally, not knowing at all what would go into making a show and having it air every single week. But, you know, we started off kind of, I think we all started off kind of wide-eyed and and now, you know, we, we got used to what it takes, to what it takes, um, what you have to put into a show every week. And, and I think, I think, I'd like to say we got pretty good at it. We got pretty good at it. And um, what else? Another experience. For a while, we were just planning what this show was going to be. Like, we had an idea of what kind of radio we wanted to do, you know, to focus on communities that don't get focus, you know, to do long form, definitely no short form. And, but we didn't know exactly where we were going to go with it. We hadn't even had a name for a while. And we were kind of fielding ideas. And I was just sitting at home listening to some podcasts. I can't, I wish I could remember which one it was. And I think somebody was talking about an investigation or something. And somebody said the phrase, getting to the root. And I was like, aha. It was like there was a light bulb over my head. I was like, that's it. That's totally the name that we can use for the show. And um, I feel like I messaged you guys right away after it. I was like, we could, it could be getting to the root. And it, it totally fits. I think it completely encapsulates what we do on the show. And whenever we tell people that's what the show is, they're like, yeah, that's a great name. So I'm really happy about that. And there's no other shows that have the name, surprisingly. So it really works out. I'm really happy that we that we came up with getting to the root. And another one of my great experiences that I think I've taken away from doing this show for the first season is really doing in-field reporting. It's 
it can be difficult to get that kind of experience um, while you're in college. You know, you can write for the school paper and everything, and I do that. But, you know, we focus on on-campus issues and on-campus stories. So a lot of it is just going back and forth between administrative buildings, talking to students, people that you kind of know. You're kind of in your comfort zone. Whereas reporting in the field, it was, you know, a little nerve-wracking. It was a whole new thing that I hadn't done before. It's something that you talk about in classrooms. You read about it in textbooks, but I hadn't really done it yet until I started doing the show. And I had the opportunity to really report on some cool stories, some some stories that I can say I'm honestly really proud of. And I, I talk to people about it all the time. And that's probably one of the biggest experiences I took away from doing Getting to the Root for this first season. And, you know, later on, I think we're all going to kind of get into our favorite stories and our favorite reports that we've done. Thank you, Naila, for sharing those memories and those experiences. You know, I really have to echo uh, some of the points that you made. Uh, especially about working late nights on this show because, I mean, I remember that first night when we were all kind of editing it together uh, in the phone booth and just trying to work out how the format of the show would go and, like, what our ideas were for where we should put certain segments and how to time it all out to make, like, a a well-timed, well-formatted show. Um, But I've been really, really proud of this show. Uh, It has been something that, uh, honestly, I have been... It's one of the things I've really looked forward to, to making this year, because when we first started the show, we were kind of, like, uneasy about what it was, what it was going to be. We weren't sure, like, uh, again, like you said, we weren't even sure of what the name was yet, Um, and uh, that's a really great story of how you heard the phrase getting to the root, because immediately when you said that to us, we all went, yeah, that's a great name. Um, I think I remember we had a, a, a paper with a couple of name ideas. I think one was uh, Holland House Radio because we're on Holland House Street here uh, at WRHU, the studios here. Um, but that got tossed out the window. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's been really cool creating this show. Um, one of the things that I know we've kind of based the philosophy of this show on is to be more integrated in the realm of public media. Uh I myself have kind of a background in like community media. I worked for the past two summers at a small, uh, low-powered FM radio station called WPPM. Hi, Philly Cam, if you're listening. Uh, and I really got to know what it's like to report on grassroots issues and a lot of community voices and reach out to different communities that normally don't have their voices heard uh, in broadcast media. Um, and the fact that uh, coming from that background and then... Going into this idea for the show, um, which again, you know, I remember our first meeting where our faculty advisor, Mario, got all the three of us together and we brainstormed ideas for what it could be. Um, That was a really cool transition to make. Uh, Technically speaking, WRHU is a community licensed station. It serves the community of Hempstead. It serves the community of Nassau County. So it kind of makes sense that we all got together to make a show about community because that's essentially what we're serving. And, you know, my philosophy in media, at least what I think I want to go into, is using media, using journalism as a public service um, to help people to, uh, I don't really know what other phrase to say other than, I guess, maybe inspire people, if that's too generic of a phrase. Um, 
But that's really kind of the way that we wanted to frame this show. And I've been incredibly proud of the work that we've been doing from all the people that we've been uh, we've encountered doing this. Um, again, this kind of came out of Mario's uh, RT- RTVF 41 and 42 classes, which were radio magazine and feature reporting. Uh, and we took a lot of the segments actually from that RTVF 41 class uh, and put it into our show. If you heard some of our contributors from episodes past, they actually came out of that 41 class. So there's your little behind the scenes secret for you. Um, and I've also been incredibly proud of how we found out on our own how to syndicate our show as a podcast. We had no idea how to do that. We uh, had no blueprint for how to get a show that normally is just broadcast on 88.7 and then move it to online, not only you know putting it up on SoundCloud or MixCloud, but then syndicating it to like iTunes and Google and all of these podcasting applications. Um, but we did it, and we did it on our own. And that's awesome. And we have a small following right now. Uh, I'm really hoping that the following can grow uh, after this. Um, But it's really cool to see how small of an idea that it was when we first started, when we were first in that conference room. And then to come here 14 episodes later and say, wow, look at all the stuff that we did. I think that's pretty awesome. Um. And if I can say one more thing about what, uh, where I think the future of this show is going, um, first of all, I'm uh, again, I really hope that we've got legs here. Uh, we had a great first season. I hope we can have an awesome second season. Um, but somebody once said to me that if you're reporting on Hempstead, uh, good luck, because there's not much going on in Hempstead. I pretty much refuse to believe that. Uh, and I refuse to believe that for a couple of different reasons, but one of which is, again, based in the philosophy of this show. I really think that there are voices in different communities that don't get reported on a lot, that really do have a lot to say. We have encountered a lot of people that wouldn't have really had a chance to have their message heard, at least to a wider audience, at least from what I see. Uh, And the fact that we've been able to do that just gives me more confidence in the fact that when people say there's nothing to report on here, there's nothing interesting in this town, there's nothing interesting in this community, I actually want to look into that community further because I think there are a lot more things going on there than than people initially think. So, again, I can't thank you guys enough uh, for how much dedication you've had to the show. It's been great. Uh, This is hopefully what I want to do for the rest of my life. So the fact that we're starting uh, out this strong is really awesome. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a great run. And thank you to all you listeners for uh, for listening to me uh, ramble on about how great this show is and tooting our own horn. Um, But, you know, I'm genuinely very proud and I hope we can continue going forward. I want to thank Ben and I want to thank Naila um, for that. They're for their interesting uh, thoughts on our show this season. Um, it was actually very different for me. I come from a different, different. Uh, I come from a different perspective on this uh, topic. Um, I'm one. I'm a history major and a double with social studies education. I want to be a teacher and then possibly a future lawyer. So it's a little different for me. I want to start off with, I guess, how the show came to be, um, how I came to the station in terms of like history. It was um, our faculty advisor, Murillo. He came to me after class. He said, you would be really good for a 
for radio. He said, you have a lot of things to say in class. You know, you talk, you read up, obviously, on current events. And, you know, the radio can, the radio station can have somebody like you. So I thought about it. And then I ended up uh, joining out the application, started the process. And I was in the class. And I met Naila because she was the music director at the time. And from there, we kind of went on. Murillo first mentioned the show to me when I was in his uh, Lax 15 social movements class back in 2016. And he said that we should probably start a show, but first I have to get my foot into the door and that he had other people that he knew might be interested. And those other people happened to be Naila and Ben. From there, we kind of, like Ben said, we kind of like had a, a lot of the situations with the creating of the show name, um, we had to figure out, we knew what we wanted to do. We knew what we had to say in terms of how we were going to report it, but it was just getting it more formal and putting it on, putting the content out. That content was very hard for me. That was one of the things that it was like how to create my own content. Like I'm not a journalist major. I'm not, I don't sit in these classes and learn how to create content. I don't write about it. You know, I don't learn it from a textbook. I've literally learned it from you guys and Murillo and just experiencing it, you know. I had to learn how to record, I had to learn how to edit, use all the technology in the room. Um, you guys have been there for me in terms of when I needed help editing, recording, you know, guys taught me all of that. Um, it's just from experience, that's one of the best things from this, like just the experience I got in general, um, as a lot of it comes from, I guess, a lot of me in terms of producing what I have to say is just from me knowing, you know, studying in history classes, research, researching, things like that, but anything else is you guys just helping me with recording and editing, using the technology, using the studio. Um, the, the logo itself, after you created a name, I had to actually create the logo. And that was uh, difficult because, I mean, it's easier to, it's easy to create um, an, a logo on using Photoshop. I've done it before in the past. So I brought that to the table, but it was just like, I needed the perfect logo, you know, the logo that'll fit, you know, right there and we can keep it, you know, some kind of looking for longevity, sustainability with that logo, instead of like switching it around every year, you know, something that'll represent it. So when you came up with the idea of getting to the root, I immediately had a few ideas and started to work on the logo. And, you know, here we are, you know, syndicating our our uh, show across uh, multiple uh, apps and uh, web websites, such as uh, SoundCloud, MixCloud, um, CastBox, Stitcher, uh, Podcast, um, a lot of those. And, you know, we learned, like Ben said, we learned how to do the RSS feed by ourselves. Um, and it's all about learning, you know, the experience that we've got from here, you know, definitely long nights, definitely, you know, helping each other out in terms of like, you know, when we didn't have any content, like I had to step up when Ben had an internship and try to produce more content. Um, Naila's always producing some type of content. <laughs> She's always out there literally like producing something, doing something, you know, always having ideas, always going into the city, always going into um, the community over here. I know she went to the... Uh, for the food share um so she went to that and she went to a bunch of things and she's been out there so has been and you know so have i and it's been a great experience honestly you know learning it is everything is new for me and being and being a a history teacher potential history teacher potential lawyer um it's it's beneficial you know i get a lot of hands-on in terms of talking to people producing content going to these events and and even interviewing them you know even when i met with uh uh, Juan Gonzalez, uh, meeting him beforehand, going to his um, his uh, lectures here at Hofstra, 
it was a great experience. And, you know, I can't thank you guys. I want to thank also, like, the contributors that we've had here. Um, Kim Donahue, uh, Jordan Laird, Ben, well, Benny. <laughs> but um, a lot of it is, has been a, a lot of it has been a working experience for for me and for us. And we've gone we've gone far so far in the show. And I just want to keep it going. Yes, yeah, so I want to thank you, buddy. And thank Ben, Naila and our faculty advisor, uh, Mario. And now to finally cap off the episode, we're going to go through some of our favorite moments from this past season. I was really proud of our first episode that we did. I started us off with uh, a piece that I did about community media, uh, specifically about two newspapers uh, called the Main Street Wire on Roosevelt Island and then the Long Island Herald, which serves a couple of different communities in Long Island. And for me, that was a really interesting introduction piece to create. I actually created it for Mario's RTVF 41 class, but I expanded it uh, to put it into our show. And it was really great to do that kind of reporting. Um, I got up really early in the morning one day to head out to Roosevelt Island to interview these two editors for the Main Street Wire. Brianna Worsing. I am the editor and publisher of the paper. Kelly Turner. I'm the managing editor. I met them outside this small cafe. Um, and it was a really just interesting trip for me to take um, and uh, I think really good experience for me as a reporter, as a journalist. Um, and of course, thank you again to Scott Brinton, a professor here at Hofstra who also heads the Long Island Herald. I've been with them for about 24 years. Um, I mean, I've worked for other media as well, including New York Times and Newsday, but I mean, my heart's really in community media. That was a really great uh, interview that I did with him. Um, a couple of different pieces that I found really interesting from Dennis and Naila. First of all, uh, Naila's features on the Her Story Writers Workshop uh, were really fantastic. Um, I especially liked uh, Paula Chirinos' uh, narrative piece that she did. My friend that was seated next to me noticed I was worried and put her hand on my shoulder. Paula, there's nothing to worry about anymore. We made it here safely, she said. I thought that was uh, a really interesting kind of left turn that we took from the show. You know, normally we do audio documentaries and reporting and interviews on the show, but uh, Paula just read her story, and I thought that it was super interesting and uh, a different um, kind of segment that we did on the show. And, of course, uh, I absolutely loved... Naila's piece on her hometown, Piscataway, New Jersey. My city council member told me if I didn't like their rules, I should get an attorney. And I would like to thank him for that advice because it turned out to be very solid, uh, a very solid suggestion. That was just a really interesting piece when she first told us about it. I was really intrigued. You know, she found it on Facebook and then followed the breadcrumb trail and ended up uh, uh, reporting on a really cool story in her hometown. A piece that I really loved from Dennis was the piece about Juan Gonzalez and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is like this anomaly. It's the only part of the old colonial empires that never stopped being a colony. Dennis and I worked on that um, for a couple of different hours in the studio one day, and I remember it was kind of a grind to do. At one point, we had a dialogue that we did after his uh, formal package on it, 
and actually our first take, our first whole take of that got deleted. I accidentally didn't save it correctly, and I, I felt really bad about it, but we did it again, and Dennis was a total trooper, and he really did a, a really wonderful piece also about Puerto Rico. I was really proud of uh, a, a piece that I did uh, after I went to Puerto Rico myself uh, in March for a spring break community service trip. I wasn't planning on doing a lot of reporting down there. I just was planning on doing the work, the community service work. But at one point, we were touring an old uh, sugar and salt factory in this town called Salinas, where we were working. And I just took out my recorder and I made this kind of more philosophical, observational narrative piece um, that turned out, I think, to be pretty cool once I listened back to it. So, yeah, uh, those are some of my favorite moments. Again, I loved everybody's pieces on this show. Uh, I'm really proud of this first season. And uh, I hope in season two we can have uh, segments that are just as good, if not better, and uh, keep this whole thing growing. Some of the some of my favorite pieces from this season would have to start off with Naila's piece on her hometown. We had a meeting with 12 people, and then we had a meeting with 30 people, and then we had a meeting with like 75 people. I'm very intrigued about like community involvement, things are going on. Um, she had a local piece about um, the council and how the videotaping was and how they weren't allowing it. She found it on Facebook and she went and investigated it. That was very interesting to me. You know, I'm somebody who's interested in the community. As a teacher, I want to be able to get my students involved in the community, something like that, like being involved in, I guess in New York City, the equivalency would be a community board meeting, something like that. So to me, that was very interesting. Another piece would be that, I mean, obviously I did the Puerto Rico economic situation. It's one of the few countries in Latin America that never gained its independence. Obviously that's close to me because I'm Puerto Rican, family's over there. But Ben had an also interesting piece. Um, he was there as a, as a volunteer, as a, as a supporter. Um, that was very interesting. Um, thank you for that, Ben. Um, really did enjoy it, like listening to it. Um, you know, when I once I found out you went there, I was like, whoa, that's interesting. Also, another thing that was interesting, even our our, um, our contributors, Kim Donahue and Jordan Laird, both had like timely, interesting pieces. Um, Kim Donahue had the growing movement about sexual harassment in the workplace. That was something that is kind of out of the ordinary, but it's still, you know, talked about to, certain, to, to a certain extent. Uh, Jordan Laird also had the Women's March in New York City. So those are things that, you know, we included and in, very different, you know, something we're not really used to. And it's out there getting the community involved. And, you know, even got, we even got our own community involved in terms of our own um, RHU uh, staff and, and, you know, members to, to contribute to our show, which was pretty interesting. And I guess even um, I enjoyed uh, talking to the professors that I interviewed, even listening to uh, um, when the gerrymandering piece that Naila did. The districts for the U.S. House of Representatives in Washington have in the ballpark of 700,000 plus people in each district. Then also listening to a bunch of the people that just contributed to the show came to speak, like Professor uh, Dr. Katrina Sims, you know, all of them, all of them, everything they had to say every time a new show would come out, I listened to it, like it was just interesting. Um, the packages from um, Radio 41, I believe. Yes, that's class, yeah. Radio 41, like, you know, even those packages. And, you know, we still have a lot more to go and, and a lot more things to do in the next season. My favorite, you know, 
stories or segments that we've done uh this season so i was putting this list together i don't know i don't mean to toot my own horn but i really like a lot of the things that i did you know like i was saying this getting to the root was kind of a new thing for me kind of discovering this newer kind of journalism that i hadn't tried before and so i had it was like just all these ideas and stories that I had been building up forever, I finally got to do, and I had an outlet to, to, um, to like air them on. So the first package, which was the first package in the first very first episode, was with um, transgender rights activist Raquel Willis. It's important now more than ever for us to know who our Congress representatives are, know who our local representatives are, know who. Um, represents us. I was so proud of that. I mean, she is somebody that I looked up to, someone whose work that I follow, you know, I follow her on Twitter and uh, just someone that I admire and I, I really like the work she does in her community. So once I I heard that she was coming to Hofstra to speak, I was like, I gotta, I gotta try to interview her. And when I reached out and she replied, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, so this is going to be for the very first episode of Getting to the Root. And it was just a very... um which is a very cool interview, you know. She was very laid back. We talked about really importing important pertinent issues, um, things that were very relevant, and speaking to somebody, not just some analyst or like political commentator, you know, somebody who's who's in the trenches, who does the work for these communities, speaking about how they're affected, you know, somebody who really knows what's going on. That was like, you know, the essence of what getting to the root is and what we try to do. So I was just super proud of it. And the fact that she was able to share the episode and then other people, part of her community, liked it too, I was just like, this is, you know, this is what it's all about. Like, this is why I want to be a journalist. I was really happy with that. The Another one that I really liked was the Black Comic Book Festival. This puts the independent black comic creator center stage. I have been, I had been meaning to go to this, you know, festival for a long time. And like I say in the episode, it's hosted by at by the Schomburg Center, which is, you know, like the mecca for black culture. Like I say in the episode, it's this really cool place that if you are studying any kind of black culture, you go there. People come from all over the country, probably all over the world to study there. So the fact that they were having this cool kind of niche event and I got to cover it and really speak to the people in this niche community. It was just it was fun. It was a blast. They're just talking to people about comic books and talking to independent artists about what it's like, you know, not being backed by some big comic book company, but just talking to young guys that literally like draw and write and color every single page for their comic book. They do the entire thing and it's a lot of hard work, but they loved it. You know, it was really cool. It was like, you know, we kind of do the independent news version you know, if journalism, and then it was like uh, me talking to independent artists, like we were kind of on the same page. And it was just a really cool story to cover. It was just a lot of fun. And uh, another story that I liked that was not my that is not my story is um, Ben's piece on his community media piece. I actually do most of the writing. <laughs> I feel like that's my major really? responsibility that he did. That was in our very first episode as well. Our first episode was pretty good. It was just, I don't know, it was really cool. It was something that I hadn't heard of before. There was a lot of history in it, you know, of how the, how the, how the paper was started, how important it is to the people that live there. There's not that many 
publications, you know, new journalism outlets that are just New York anymore. So many of them are shutting down. And, you know, this this newspaper has been able to thrive and continue on and, and serve as an important role in their community. And it was really inspiring, I think, for our first episode, because it was like, that's, you know, what we want to do. We want to do something like that. And hopefully getting to the root has that kind of staying power and has the kind of impact on the communities that we report on that the publications that Ben, you know, interviewed did, too. So that, those those were my three, you know, big ones. Thanks for listening to our season finale of Getting to the Root. A big thank you to everyone who contributed their pieces to our show. And a huge thank you to our faculty advisor and mentor, Mario A. Murillo. We'd like to thank Ryan Little for contributing his music to our episode and overall this season. All of his music was accessed via the Free Music Archive at freemusicarchive.org. Getting to the Root is far from over. We'll be back in the fall to report on community voices that need to be heard. We're going home for the summer, but we'll hopefully have some opportunities to do some local reporting in our own hometowns. Next season, we anticipate the GTTR family to keep growing. In the meantime, don't forget to listen to previous episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Find us on the public radio exchange at prx.org and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash show. Thank you to everyone who supported the show and stay tuned for new episodes coming next fall.